Do you need? Do you want something put over it or? Whoa! <laughs> Excellent start. <laughs> it's a live one. <laughs> well, good morning, Mary. Hello, Emma. Hello, how are you? I'm okay, how are you? I am, I'm wonderful, actually. It's uh, been a, an interesting morning, it's rain all day, but we've got our podcast, so I'm very yeah, excited. We're excited to be together. We are, we're back room. together. Reunited. I mean, I don't know if that makes a difference on the sound, but we've been working with our tech support, Justin, <laughs> who, is, who needs a medal. We're hopeful for this. We are hopeful, and uh, what a brilliant season of theatre that's come out. It's just been uh, National Theatre Week or London Theatre Week. Yeah. I think it's London Theatre Week. So there were some lovely sort of discounted tickets and things. Um, and we've seen a lot of theatre this. We have had quite the month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit tired, if It's I'm actually honest. been exhausting and we didn't space it out. No, well. <laughs> no. So um, what we're going to do podcasters is we are actually going to have a meeting after this and plan all of our theatre trips between now and probably the summer yeah. um, because we just found that yeah we did have quite a lot we had like three very close together yeah and we were saying how like you know when you're retired you go to the theatre a lot it probably does wear you out a bit yeah it's tiring <laughs> but we should probably kick off by first talking about the what's on stage awards that we went yeah. to <laughs> oh my gosh I still so happy we went yeah so happy we went um and what we've got we've got a couple of tips I think I do think if you want a little bit of feeling part of the London theatre scene or not even the London theatre scene like the UK theatre mm-hmm. scene going along to the What's On Stage Awards is a wonderful way of just immersing yourself yes. I felt very connected with yes. theatre because anyone can buy a ticket they you know we got in there was like <laughs> <laughs> they let us in they let us in uh, and like a lot of people even in the cheap seats that we were in were probably in the industry yeah they? we and were they, sat next to some lovely people that we were yeah, chatting to connected to like they were connected to Othello they were connected they? to Othello they were also connected to the new Priscilla, Priscilla yes we will try and go to see that that'd be amazing but they so they were really supportive of a lot of the acts that were coming up yeah. and their awards and it was just great and it had it did make me feel very warm and fuzzy inside yes, yes. as we were watching and we also got to see some amazing performers. We saw Rosalie Craig sing Being Alive from oh, yes. Company. And I never got them. This kind of links to my big theatre question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we got to see her because you saw Rosalie oh, Craig. Oh, well, I Company. saw her when she was in it, yeah. She's, I didn't get she to was her. stunning and amazing. Oh, and she came out and sang Being Alive. And that was amazing. So there was lots and lots of productions and yes. um, like performances throughout the night. Operation Mincemeat, you got to see a yes. little bit. And um, Next to Normal. Next to he, Normal, oh, we're yes. going to see that. And mm. this, this... We saw the most amazing uh, Marry the Man Today from Guys and Dolls oh, that yes. you had just seen as well. I, yes, I went to see And it. I'd been to see it again because I took my students. And we won't talk about it too much because we already did, but I really, really loved it. Oh, and I was, in, I was down on the floor this time. I just think it would be... F- fun down there but I think that's it's too long to stand I mean it was a long time but it was brilliant and what you did see when you were sat at the sides Mm. were all the little little extra bits that they did it was so immersive I bought a pretzel (laughs) they do a lot of like talking to the audience audience, like looking at them talking to them like interacting with them and like my colleague got one of the seats at the beginning of act two she got sat in one oh, of those seats. Yes. And then a waiter came over and be like, what would you like to drink? Yeah. And like, she ordered a, you know, a, a drink. I um, saw them doing that, yeah. talking to the people. Because yeah. they were being, it was quite ex- 
proper rules about okay only you are allowed to see you have to be over 18 over 18 yeah no one's allowed to stand yeah. if you're with someone they're not allowed to stand here no to stand yeah off that bit. and like it, it's just there was a lot of the way they orchestrated it i feel really lucky that i've seen it both mm, sides yeah because yeah being in it there were times when i got like pushed back or then someone secretly got given something my friend oh yeah um my friend got given oh this is a bit of a spoiler do i say it I'm going to say it and then you can tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My friend, my colleague Debbie, uh, got given a a glass of wine to hold (laughs) that then the actor picked up and drank, which is that whole bit in the play at the beginning. It's with Nicely Nicely where he drinks the wine from the audience member. Did that happen? So that's a plan. So that's a plan. It's a plan. I know. Because I was thinking. Oh, that's very, like, brave. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so this is why I'm like, do I put it in the podcast? I think we should put it in the podcast oh because God. we I'm should applaud people that, that listen like, to our podcast. Isn't he worried about germs? Yeah, no. So, <laughs> what a commitment to the character. I know. So this is a little, little like, secret. This is just for us, podcasters, yeah. that if you've seen the Guys and Dolls, there is a moment when Nicely Nicely picks up a glass of wine from an audience member and drinks it. And I remember at the time being like, oh, my gosh, germs and everything. Yeah. No, it gets planted. It gets given to someone nice. just before oh it happens. What amazing intel, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> let's go back to what's on stage. So the Sorry. only the only thing was that it was very long, and also it was on a Sunday. It was on a Sunday. It started at seven. Now we thought what would be better is if it started at six because yes. we left at ten to eleven. Ten to eleven. And it was still going on, and we missed the end when Bonnie Langford did well, her performance. We, we seem to have missed definitely like a dance number of Bonnie Langford, but she had an, on an entirely different outfit in the pictures, so yeah. she must have to got changed. And I think we might have missed like a song over obitu- the obituaries. Yeah, yeah. Which so would have been good to see, but... Yeah, but we just had to leave because yeah, it was work a Sunday. Yeah, the next day. Yeah. So um, we, we absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. It was brilliant. It's the first time they've come to the Palladium as well, so it's mm. gone bigger. Yeah. Good for them. Well done, the guys from What's On Stage. You did an amazing job. Um, Bonnie Langford and Melanie LeBarry. Oh, my gosh, the two of them together were so they good, were right? They were so good. They were funny. They, they were so was, funny. A lot of it was off the cuff, wasn't yeah. it? Like, because they were reacting, obviously, to mm. things that happened. And the moment that Melanie LeBarry said, Jamie Lloyd needs to make an effort yeah. with his outfit. <laughs> nice of you to dress up. And he was just dressed in like... Because obviously from Sunset Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard stole the show. Yeah. Um, we got to see Nicole Scherzinger pick up her award. Oh my God, she's beautiful. She is beautiful, <laughs> oh my gosh. James Norton pick up a award for A Little Life. Yeah. Oh, and that, they were talking all about being in a... Because A Little Life also got quite a lot of reviews. And obviously it's, it's very... Um, it's known for being quite a long, quite a harrowing play. And it was really nice to hear the actors talk about it, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yes, I enjoyed that. And we saw Cabaret won some awards and so all the cast came. So like oh. Amy Lee Wood won um, Best Takeover for Cabaret. Yes. But then also... Jake um, Shears. Jake Shears was there. Self-esteem yeah. was there. It was great. And, and then Lakaja like, Foe opened oh, the show. Oh, at the beginning. That yeah. Was, uh, well, yeah, that's... A... Yeah. We got very excited to see all this. So I would just say um, I would definitely recommend anyone who loves theatre... Um, where if you just want to see a load of things, like there's so many performances. There was a new one coming out from Burlesque. Burlesque. Um, The writer performed, like she's the the show creator. She performed, which was amazing. So, and it was just lovely just to, Bonnie Langford and Melody Barry just 
hanging out yeah, with us great. all. It was great. We loved it. Um, and we were very <laughs> sorry. Guy, we might want to cut this. But that guy who was talking about, he was in Sunset Boulevard. I'm sorry, I can't remember what he won for. But then he was like, talking about how great everyone was. And then he was like, and Nicole is great. Oh, yeah. And it was so like, it was such a rubbish like praise. But that throughout the rest of the show, they kept being like... And Nicole was great. Nicole was great. I think it wasn't he video projection. I feel like it was projection oh, or something to do with yeah. like video. Yeah, and he was like, oh, Nicole was great. He like, and lost, it was like a running lost joke. Lost his words. We're like, Nicole Scherzinger was obviously amazing. And he just like... Nicole was great. Yeah. Nicole was great. It was good. It was good. <laughs> so we had a lot of fun with it. Um, so yeah, thank you to everyone. At Stick. I've already said that, but thank you. Because it was really yes. good. And if it. anyone wants to go next time, maybe just take the next day off work and then... Yeah, then you can stay and stay out all night. Yeah, I think they all were going for... Oh, they were all going all for going parties, after show party. We weren't invited, obviously, because no. we're no one. But um, <laughs> but no, it was great. And as, I think what I loved about it was that anyone could go along. Yeah. And the tickets were fine to get. And they mm. were £50, which is expensive. However, you got to see so many performances. It's like and, six or seven shows. Yeah, and some of those people where, you know, if you hadn't seen, like me... Rosie Craig, mm. perform in company. That was a real treat, which yeah. I never knew was going to happen. So great. So well done, Watch On Stage. So let's move into our reviews for mm. this month. We did have a lot. And we So this first production we're going to talk about is The Little Big Things, which was at the Soho Place and got the award for Best Casting, Naomi. Yes. I think to remember. Yes. Um, so do you want to talk about sort of the research <laughs> yes, I will, yes. Always. Um, so it's based on an autobiography by Henry Fraser, who um, basically, when he was 17, went on holiday and had an accident, mm. and that paralysed him, so he has become a wheelchair user. Yeah. And it's just about him sort of learning to... It's like his rehabilitation, rehabilitation isn't it? Yeah. Yes, and, and in fact, uh, and, and ultimately he becomes... He's a painter, and he mm. yeah, paints with his mouth, because... The real guy is actually completely paralysed from the neck down. I mean, it's it, it, the story is yeah. unbelievable. And so in, in this production, there's like that character, Henry, there's two actors and there's like mm. an actor, Hen- um, Johnny Amos plays the sort of the 17 year old before the accident. And then Ed Larkin is a wheelchair user in real life. Yeah. And he plays the uh, after the accident, um, Henry. And it's also about kind of the family comes to terms with it as well, isn't the family. it? He's got three brothers. Yeah. One's like a rugby player and... Yeah, and they're all like... Um... It's, it's, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a real family drama as well, I think. Yes. It's, it's, it's obviously about his story, but I feel like the one, the one thing that really came through for me was more about the people around him and the impact. How everyone copes. Yeah, and how they cope and how they help yeah. him. Because he had a younger brother, so I guess yeah. more like 15, and he at first like finds it really hard to deal with yeah. having a brother in a wheelchair. But ends up being... Ends up being the one that's there more. Yeah. And has to, you know, have a go at the older brothers yeah. for like, sort of almost like ignoring... Yeah. This. It's a really amazing story. And like, I kept mm. reminding myself going, gosh, this is true and yeah and the, the paintings oh my god they're amazing right yeah yeah holy moly and he did it all with his mouth and yeah, that was incredible yeah. let's first of all start about the space itself as well oh. <gasps> the soho place we've never, never been, been to yeah, never been new theater alert everyone <laughs> whoop, whoop, right whoop. opposite Tottenham Court Road station yeah Elizabeth Line entrance it was perfect yes <laughs> it is beautiful it's so fresh and new and it's Obviously, accessible, very wheelchair accessible. Oh, very much so. Um, which you just do not get. No. The older ones. And so... 
It was great. There was it was it felt very. I kept saying it had like cruise ship vibes. It did. Yeah. It, did. it, it was just very shiny. Yeah. It had like beautiful constellations on the ceiling yes. of all the foyers. Um, when you went in there. <laughs> It was a little bit. We talk about accessibility. I'm sure down in the stores yes, it might be. We were better. like at the furthest. There's no bad view, I would no. say. No, but we were at the highest, furthest away point. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a squeeze. It's a bit of a squeeze. And if the people, <laughs> we were on the end, and like the people that had to come in next to us, I don't know what was. They just wouldn't. They wouldn't acknowledge. They didn't understand that we had to get out of the way for them to get in. They can't just like bulldoze their way past us. We had a lot of fun with them. Like, they what were fun. What's wrong with you? We we made a real point after the interval, or as the interval was finishing, to like physically move yeah. out completely, and we we kind of verbalised that quite quite. Verb- I said to one of them, "Like, let me out first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Anyway, anyway that was the, that was the space itself. But no, really lovely space. Soho Place. You have done. Yeah. You've created a beautiful theatre. It was in the round. I don't know if it's going to be a bit like like the Young Vic and things mm. like that, where you can move it around yeah, different I areas. That. I hope so. So we'll once. I think uh, the little big things is on until the middle it's of March. Finished. Actually. Oh, it's gone. Ah, yeah, but it might tour. I feel like it might tour. It, it could be a yeah. It could be a Tory one. Yes, they did some really good. Some of that staging is amazing because oh. when they there's some flying, <laughs> there is some flying, uh, including the guy in a wheelchair. Like it was amazing. Um, I love the 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 dance and everything. So it was in the round. It was a very simple set. They used a lot of projection on the floor, which yes, I loved, so and we good. obviously had a great view. Yes, which yeah, was brilliant. Um, and that stuff like was absolutely brilliant. Um, the storytelling was amazing. The casting was brilliant. Casting was very, it was diverse. Really and great. Interesting. Um, I just, so it was interesting. I'd, I'd been at my school that afternoon talking about diversity and inclusion and everything. Mm. And I was like, oh, I need to take my students to see more plays that really push those boundaries of what is accessible for anyone. Yeah. And I feel like this musical summed that up beautifully. Yeah. There are two wheelchair users in the cast. And they were, like, I literally was in awe. They were spinning around the stage. They were speedy. <laughs> they were so fast. And yeah. like I, I can imagine being down in the stalls. That would have been so exhilarating as yeah. well to watch that. Um, but they were all phenomenal. And I felt like the story... So the story was great. I felt the musical was a little bit twee. Yeah. A little bit. It, it, it starts off quite cutesy, doesn't it? Mm. And I, in a way it has to because they're all young. He's 17. Yeah. Yeah. The sort of life's exciting. And then obviously tragedy strikes. But they almost have to like really labour the point about how like lovely things are. Yeah. But yeah, it comes across as a... A little bit... Yeah. Twee. Twee, definitely. Um, however, almost the second half... Yes. Because we came out of the interval and I was like, I'm not... I was like, I'm not sure how I feel yeah, about yeah. it. I was like, I really love... I, lo- I know I, I really, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really loving what the, all the actors are doing. The cast were phenomenal. Mm. They were absolutely phenomenal. But yeah, I was like, I'm not sure. And then there was that amazing song. I always have like Sil- songs in the right. second half. Silence of the Seas. Oh my gosh. Because that is, I love that song as well. It's amazing. It's powerful. And it's where, basically the idea is that the 17-year-old Henry can't accept what happened to him. And it's this whole thing. And, you know, he has this other lovely lady, Agnes, who was brilliant. Yes, the physiotherapist. The physiotherapist. Also in a wheelchair. Also in a wheelchair. And who talks about this idea that you have that before persona who can't let go yeah um of of being in your current situation and so with that 
um, he has this song. Henry, the young Henry, had this song, and this was the first time that the flying was used. Yes, it was a shame that it was only used in the second half. I was like, get that. I guess there's only so many times I can like fly the <laughs> they car. They should fly on everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but it was great, and it was it was the the mix of. The mix of the harnesses and the wiring and then flying and then the projection, projection. and the singing and, and the performance the music, and the song. Yeah. Whew, it was... Oh my God. And we knew that that moment was going to be hard to watch as an audience because that yeah. is essentially the There's moment. like, in, in the song, and he's like, sings, I'm 17. Mm. Uh, like, he's too young yeah. for that to have happened to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it was very, very brilliant. I always find with a lot of musicals, I find it's a lot at the moment that I feel like the second half is like too long. Why do um, they keep dragging them out? Yeah, and because oh, it, it was meant to finish, wasn't it? It actually finished 15 minutes later than we, than it said, didn't it? Yes. Do you remember we came oh, out? We, yeah. Because we were like, because we love a show. We love a short <laughs> like, show. We love shows, but we love them to finish at before 10. Really, yeah. Ideally. yeah. And, this, and this was supposed to finish. Before, before 10. 10 and actually it finished five past 10 when yeah out. yeah just set the expectations um but it did yeah. feel like it and they you know the the lovely moment when the all the beautiful paintings came down the set was so cool it kept having frames coming in and out and it was really really cool give us a research um, yes um so it was directed by luke shepherd and the book was by joe white music by nick butcher and then the lyrics nick butcher and Tom Ling. Okay. Um, and I haven't heard of any of them before, but uh, it's important that we mention them. 100%. Yeah, it is 100%. Like, so it's clearly a new musical. Again, it's another one of those brilliant musicals that are coming into the West End mm. that are shaking up perception and what is just mixing accessible. Yeah. 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 Like what is possible in a good space. I agree. Yeah. So let's talk mimosas. What would you give it? Three. Yeah. I was going to do a three slash three and a half. Yeah. I feel like it was brilliant. Um, some of the songs are sort of forgettable. Yeah. But then, as we say, Silence of the Sea. Ugh, it was amazing. such a good one. Yeah, yeah. So We're not going to say banger as much this time. No, we're going to try to stop <laughs> We realise we got on a roll with that last one time. One person says it and it just snowballs. It does, yeah. But no, Silence of the Sea was amazing. And and you say the production was amazing. I would probably give it like a... Th- I probably would have given it a four. Um, mm. So I would say, yeah, but three and a half I would get, yeah. So it was it was really good. I would definitely encourage people to go and see it. If it yes, if it does if it tour, tours, yeah. go and see it because it's such a lovely story and I really want to read the book now as well. Yeah. I want to read his book. Okay, that's the end of our first review. We just want to do a little disclaimer. We've um <laughs> we've, we're doing new sound recording, which has always been a bit of a, a fun journey with us, hasn't it, Naomi? Fun yeah. journey. Yeah. Fun journey. Um, and what we realise is that maybe because we're using a new recording, we're not using Zoom anymore, we're using Audacity, and we feel like now maybe it's too sensitive. It's a bit sensitive. So we use our hands a lot when yeah. we present. We're too expressive. We are. It may, you may well have picked up some weird noises just before. We're hoping um, that this now helps. But we think we're going <laughs> to... We think we've sorted it. We're going to just not, not touch anything or move. <laughs> Except to get our drinks. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about it today. So we have been uh, having a very nice... And Asti, that I think my parents won yeah, in a raffle. It looks like a raffle prize. It yeah. is a raffle prize. But then Naomi bought us a lovely cremant from M&S. But the Asti was nice. It so, was all right. You know, with the orange juice. Yeah, we had some orange juice. And now we've got a 
Cremant de Bordeaux. So we hope you're having a lovely brunch this morning because this is actually going to go out tomorrow. This is our first oh! time when we've done like we recorded it on the <laughs> yeah. Saturday and it goes out on the Sunday for our lovely listeners. So thank you so much. <laughs> so let's move on now to our next review, which is Standing at the Sky's Edge. Naomi, kick us off okay. with the research. Okay, well, at the Gillian Lynn Theatre, which as we've we love the Gillian Lynn. Can't get a bad seat. No. Nope. And um, I think we were in the cheapest seats. We were in the cheap seats. And they preview. were fantastic. And it was great. Look at our view on our Instagram because yeah. we took a picture from our seat. You can Emma see and Amy's Theatre Branch. Yes. <laughs> Rich, uh, music and lyrics by Richard Hawley, who is from sort of Britpop fame. Uh, I think he was in Pulp for a bit and stuff. Do you know what? the? Yeah, that's the one thing that I've said to you like sort of before is I have sent the soundtrack just to music people that I like yeah. people that I know who just yeah. love music like my dad my dad loves loves you know hi Graham um he never listens to this podcast but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna bring him in uh, I sent him just the soundtrack being like yeah. love the soundtrack have a listen he was like oh I love this song and I'm like yeah great because it's like it's a play with songs isn't it's a it? play with music it is not a, it's, it's not a play with songs yeah musical. not a musical um playwright Chris Bush director Robert Hasty. great um, and a massive cast, so we're not going to oh, list them God, all. God, they were, they were a cast of thousands. <laughs> yeah, a cast of thousands. <laughs> um, but it's sort of basically, it's set three separate time periods. Like a three generations. Three generations, all, who have all lived in the same p- flat, flat in a kind of big apartment block, brutalist kind of building. Yeah, like a council estate so, almost yeah, you get. In Sheffield. Yeah. And it kind of links to this idea of regeneration and mm. how, um, you know, a lot of those old flats that were, pre- like, built in the 50s yeah. then become regenerated. Yeah, like gentrification. Gentrification, yes, yeah. that's the word Because the, the person, the carrot poppy that moves in in 2015, it, everyone's like, because she's sort of like rich she, mm. I think she works in marketing yeah she's like coming from London she's come from London high London you know and they're all like well this has all been gentrified and it you know because back in the six, sort of late 60s it was kind of like cheap housing cheap housing for like a young couple that moves in yeah and and then in the 80s it's um, a place where this family uh, refugees come yes. from uh, fleeing a war yes um, it's really cool it's a, it's a really amazing premise all oh, it's looking good. at is three generations of people that live in this one flat. Yeah. But what a play. Like, oh my, oh my gosh, what a play. Where do we start? I know, where do we start? Um, I think let's start with the set. Yes. And the how they use the set, yeah. I think is really important as it's well. It's a huge space, isn't it? Yeah. And, I, yeah. Mas- and double level kind of... Oh, it's like, it's, it's massive. So the main flat is on the ground floor, but then behind it is all the flat that goes sort of up into mm. the gods. And I feel I feel like it must have been when it was at the National, it must have been at the Olivier. That's the only way it would have worked with that epic nature of the set. Yeah. And again, we took a picture of it on our Instagram, yeah. <laughs> so do look at it. And it has to be such a big space because such a massive cast and often cast the, of 30 whole, people, I think the whole cast is on the stage. Oh, and I, I found myself watching... <sighs> The ensemble sometimes yeah. more than and there's the a lot least. of like there's certainly different one song where like the characters or some everyone sort of do the same movements oh. over and over again. So good, and they're all there. Yeah. Oh, the choreography. I don't. Know, I don't know who did the choreography, but the movement and stuff was that, amazing. That's okay, but like I just feel like it was brilliant. And and the so I'm 
a big like anyone who's been directed by me or, or seen anything that I directed know I love a bit of movement I she love loves movement that. I she... love a bit of movement <laughs> I'm actually going to be, oh, uh, I'm directing a new show, Naomi. It's very exciting. <laughs> to plug it here. Plug, yes. Um, I'm directing Lemons, 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 which was at the Edinburgh Fringe in 2018, I think I saw it. And I'm doing it at the Golden Goose Theatre, which is a lovely little theatre in Oval, which is one I've never seen before. So I love a little, like, pub theatre. And when's that on? It's in May, end of May. <laughs> I will, I no doubt we'll share it on our uh, on our Instagram. Sure. Um, but but the one thing that I love about it is, is how you use movement to keep, to tell a story and at many points in this play there was all three generations of homeowners of that oh, flat yes. on stage at the same time and they, oh my god it was so cool right because they are in the same space but they obviously can't see each other mm. it's so clever it was amazing and just so well done and then it, it turned into a, a movement piece with one of the songs and then again they was all choreographed and everyone was in the space together and oh I just loved it it's like the way they have to like we have so rehearsed to get that oh yeah right like to not acknowledge the other person that isn't in, within their own time zone yeah oh it's magical and I have to say we've talked a lot about you know timings of shows this was a long show it's long but we both were happy to stay yeah yeah Yeah. agree I bet again at the very very end I was like we're kind of (laughs) done but that's just because we're old and then we are that we had been out the Sunday before we had we've been the what's on stage so we were out two nights in a row yeah um I didn't even drink alcohol that's how neither of us did that was oh, yeah. the night. We were very good. We we literally yeah. turned up. We See, watched we don't always drink. No, we don't. We don't. Um, and also, it was about saving money because we decided to go. We've seen a lot of theatre this month. Yeah. Um, but no, the performances were phenomenal. Um, and it's really hard. Like we have written down a couple of people's names, and obviously there are a couple of people who have got very very good credentials. We found out recently that the guy who played Harry um, was who took over Bartlett's version of Cock at the West End. After Taron Edgerton, sorry, I always forget his name. Taron Edgerton dropped out, and he was amazing. Like his deterioration, withering away from this very optimistic young man, and being affected by the eighties strikes and the minor strikes and everything. It was so amazing to behold that, Mm. and you just obviously with Gillian Lynn, you feel so in it as well. Yeah. And you follow these stories. I felt like overwhelmingly like it's about love and oh, it's quite brilliant. romantic. And I don't know if I was just in a funny mood, but <laughs> it was very... No, you're right. So, oh, just like it's about love and family and there's politics in there, but like mm. it's just sort of romantic. And actually some of those songs, mm. I'm just looking for someone to, yeah. love, to love me. Oh. But like it's really, the song is sort of like joyful. Yeah. But actually the lyrics are a bit like, you know, yeah. I'm sad and alone. Yeah. Uh, it's... It kind of epitomises the, the the main song, which is Standing at the Sky's Edge. This idea that everyone is... So the whole thing from that, I think, I mean, I don't know, but the whole idea is that the flat is really high up in the in the air, in this big tower block. And it's this idea that you are standing on the sky's edge. You can see out yeah. all over Sheffield. But the song Standing on the Sky's Edge, which I've listened to a lot, because it is so brilliant, is this idea of everyone is at the brink of disaster, but they yeah. have to try and survive. And some of the characters in the play do survive, some of them don't. And 
I just that song comes out at the beginning of Act Two. Oh yeah! Oh my Every god! Every single cast member is on the stage, and they have all got a microphone on a stand in front. Oh of them, my god! And they're doing synchronized moves. It was phenomenal. Oh, the impact. It's you know gives you tingles right oh my god yeah it I gives feel you a goosebumps. bit like I'm gonna cry I'm not gonna I know. Cry, but you know what I mean <laughs> yeah you, you get goosebumps with this ensemble of 30 people who are and all ages which I love oh yeah we should get into that oh my god there was one woman who was clearly in like her 50s 60s I was obsessed with her I kept watching her yeah. all the time yeah and the choreography was amazing I, like the casting they are the people in it looked like sort of normal normal people, people. they weren't mm. sort of they're not musical theatre people. Yeah, they yeah, you who know. are all very beautiful and shiny. That's why we say that. <laughs> exactly. They were they all like sort of dressed. You know, some of them quite drab. Yeah. Dressed, you know. Yeah. Because they're just being normal. Oh, it was so good. Um, and I also want would like to say shout out that I love the song tonight. The streets are ours, and it was a song I already knew because I already knew a Richard Hawley version. Mm. I didn't know. I don't know the whether he wrote it for the musical and then just did a version, or if he'd already maybe, done. Maybe I mean version. maybe that was the whole thing that he wrote it. Yeah, because I heard that on Six Music years ago, mm. and I just love it because that is a really f- like lovely, joyous song as yeah. well. Yeah, oh, yeah. So listen to that as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, we could we could talk a lot about it. All we would say is it's on for it's a on. long yes. time to go, go and, and see, see it. it. That is our big big. Top recommendation <laughs> is our top tip go and see Silent Sky's Edge and I've seen a lot of people since just I, I went out um, with some colleagues the, the following day and I was basically raving about yeah. it and one of my friends uh, she you know goes to lots of stuff Rebs who um, she books a lot of things from my recommendations she was like I'm already seeing it I was like yes Rebs so yeah it's it's great and the posters are everywhere it's really they're coming hard for yeah you know. and they should do because it's yeah. so good because it's so different from yes. you know you know Phantom of the Opera it's like <laughs> you know so different and it's uh, you know yeah. yeah, it's so exciting. So do I even need to ask what is your mimosa for it? Yeah, I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five too. <laughs> Let's do a cheers. You can't hear it. Chink. Chink. Um, but it was phenomenal. It's at a great theatre as well. Yeah. It's very similar to Lehman Trilogy in terms of it's big, it's epic. And it suits that theatre to the ground. Yeah. And you might cry because you will of cry. joy and like sadness. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Amazing! What a, I think that's we've not been that excited about a production yeah. for a long time. So yeah. that was very cool. Um, right, I'm going to top us up, and yeah. next thing we're going to talk about, we're going to do like a little mini review because Naomi saw this recently, and I saw this at the beginning of January, um, and we we both would wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Which unfortunate, yeah, but it, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not. It's at. Finished now. It's finished, unfortunately, but let's talk about it. Um, So, it's Unfortunate, the untold story of Ursula the Sea Witch. And it was on at the Southwark... Elephant. Elephant. The Playhouse Elephant. And I went with my friend Helen. Hi, Helen, if you're listening. Hi, Helen. (laughs) Um, And uh, also, just a shout out that those theatres... Those Southwark theatres, Elephant and Borough, oh, we love them. are brilliant. We love and them. it's still brilliant. Yeah. And uh, you go to Mercato, Metropolitano first, yes. and then you go to the theatre. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you have a great date. Yeah. And I went with my friend Doug, hi Doug, um, who, yeah, we talked about how we went at a very key time in his life, um, very important time in his life, and we talked about how theatre can be just wonderful therapy yes. for life and this is a silly production oh, like wonderful. you know so book and lyrics by robin grant and daniel fox music by tim gilvin director robin grant 
And I have written all the casts down. Okay. Oh, I just moved that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, um, you, she really has. She has. Uh, uh, it was a cast of right. seven. No, how many are in it? Well, okay. So I haven't written down the ensemble. <laughs> oh, Naomi. So there's six like main characters and there's like three ensemble. I think it's like four ensemble. Yeah. I love the ensemble, by the way. Shout out to the Oh ensemble. my God, they're amazing. The I girl- just, yeah. I don't know why I'm whispering. <laughs> okay. Ursula, um, played by Shauna. Hamey, uh-huh. who uh, apparently is in Orange is the New Black. Um, uh, but she's also very, very good. She's very good. so good. Such a good singer. Um, Such a good singer. Ariel. So it's, it's basically, just to clarify, it's based on The Little Mermaid, like the Disney version. But, but it's like, tell us the story of but, Ursula. But Ursula, from Ursula's perspective. Which is she, much more exciting. She's a bit like Wicked in a way. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because actually, okay. she's misunderstood. Exactly. So, um, uh, so Unfortunate is like, the wicked version of, yeah. of Little Mermaid. Yeah. And obviously they have got no affiliation with Disney, so they can't. <laughs> there was a couple of little naughty parody <laughs> moments, which I um, loved. So yeah. Ariel's played by River Medway from um, UK Drag Race. Which, let's just make a little like link to us. Yeah, that we, we grew up we are from Medway. by the River Medway. So we've got a special... Does she, has she grown up there as yeah, well? She, I think she lives in Chatham. She lives in Chatham. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. One of her looks... On Drag Race was based on that. You know that statue that always says the yeah the, the crown on her head. Yeah. What? Oh my she, god. Yes. Yeah. I think she went to um. What's the arts college? Oh um. Kaya. Kaya. Is it Kaya? Might be Kaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it might be Kaya. Yes. Kent Institute well of Art and Design. Yeah, well remembered. Thank you. I mean, shout out to all our our Kent Kent Woo-loo. podcasters. <laughs> um, Triton. Played by Thomas Lowe. Oh, I love him. And you told me this. Was amazing. Oh and god. also, it turns out he was in the band North and South. <laughs> No not, sweat. I did not. Right, we're making a lot of hammers, so we cannot uh, touch the fact, table. I, oh, just, I, I loved him in like he was my favourite. Oh, he was insane, and I and got, he was like, a really cool piano player in it, and like he was amazing. Well, he can play the piano because he did in North and South. I, he did in North um, and South, I and I love North and South. Anyone who grew up in so Naomi and I are born mm-hmm. in eighty three and eighty four, yeah. and we are children of the nineties, and that was like no uh, sweat. No sweat. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, um, I, I couldn't believe it. Because I knew, I was like, I recognise him and I don't know why I recognise him. I snapshotted, I'm just going to show this to Emma, no one's mm. going to see this. Snapshotted a picture from him, from the Instagram, just to keep from my personal oh. files. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love the fact that he's gone, at least he's, because yeah. I know where he's gone. Well, apparently, earlier in his 20s, he was in Les Mis and he was like the longest Marius. Oh my goodness. And I remember that at the time because I was like, oh, he's like Michael Ball. But that's like, so that's a link to the Stralham family because Scarlett Stralham was in No Sweat. The, oh, the TV programme? Yes. Was she? She was the girl, the main girl in it at the very beginning. That's how oh I knew God. about Stralham's. I need to look. I need oh. to rewatch No Right, Sweat. we're going to re-look at No oh Sweat. I've tried to find it. It's really hard to find. Oh my God. Yeah. We will find it. Um, let me just quickly finish the Sorry, we went on a real tangent. No, but I knew that would happen because yeah. we were so excited. Mm. Um, Sebastian played by Ali Dart and she oh. was insane. She's amazing. Ali Dart, I have not, I, I don't know, I don't know where you've come from, but you, you are phenomenal. She's so amazing. And we're going to talk a bit about why in a second. This is um, meant to be a very short yeah. review, this one. And then Eric is Jamie Mawson, who, who also, oh my God, I loved him so much. 
hopefully the calibration will stop that Sorry screech. That. But yes, it's very exciting. He was brilliant, and he I oh, came in in a in a zip wire thing. He did the whole oh, harness was, thing. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. We've had two shows with harnesses. Yeah, very very different. And where people have flown around the stage, and we've loved it. And yeah. then I've got Grimsby Julian Capolay. Love it. Love yeah. It. Yeah, um, and then there's ensemble. I'm sorry, I didn't write them all down. No, but, but they were brilliant. They like were the ensemble amazing. were great, and we loved you. And it was again went from a cast of like thousands for Stanley Sky's Edge to like a cast of ten, who yeah. were so brilliant. And yeah, lovely. and that was like because they were all so strong. Mm. Uh, so I'm like, oh, well, I love them all. I love every single thing, every single one of them did. Yeah, it was a wonderful, a really fun, like. Two hours of storytelling, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was just fun. And it was camp and wonderful and the duet between Ursula and Triton. Sucking on me. <laughs> oh my God, it was brilliant. It's like a power ballad. There's three like songs on, on Spotify and that's one of them. And they're all brilliant. And they're great. Yeah, they're all so, so good. And then, can we talk about Ali where she did the kitchen scene? Oh my God, yeah. So this wonderful actor um, played Sebastian, played the chef, who then falls in love with Ariel. It's like a little bit of a, and, a twist on the... And as Sebastian, arena. she's being French rather than... No, 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 she's being Irish rather Irish, than like... So she was Irish, not... Fr- and then she was a French chef. Yeah. Then she played like the sea urchin, like... Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm doing a little shimmy without touching was the table. Was she one of um, Ursula's eels? eels yeah, she, she was. Yeah. So she... Um, but the... the, the, the scene where she's in the kitchen and she's playing both Sebastian so from the original Disney movie it's that scene where the chef is trying to kill Sebastian because he's turned up in his kitchen and what they did was they made the chef female and Sebastian is there as well so she's playing both Sebastian getting killed and the (laughs) chef singing and trying to kill Sebastian with Ariel there oh my god and it was a most amazing scene she's it's she pops up like they had a table where she popped her head up through the pan it's so well done you almost you could be like those are that's two different people yes it's so fast it was brilliant so fun loved it oh my god yeah yeah it was (laughs) I think Naomi was a big fan and I was as well I thought it was great um it was, you know, I felt like it's as near a panto that I could cope with as well. Yeah. Like it had that element of panto in terms of just being very silly, very funny. Um, but it was just brilliant. And it was done by an ensemble and a cast who were just so top of their game. Love what yeah. they were doing. Hats off to you guys, unfortunately. I, I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Mimosas, what would you give it? I'll go four. Ah, why would you give it four? Um, you know, I got... <laughs> Got to set standards. Got to set standards. Yeah. I just, I no, really I agree. I think the one thing for me is that there there was, it was a bit, um, sometimes a bit too silly, but in a thing I, I loved about it anyway, so it was fine. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was too silly, but, um, <laughs> but it I wasn't it was like, great. you know, if I give standing at the sky's edge five. Yes. Unfortunately, it's very, very different. Yes, 100%. Kind of mm. reminds me a little bit of Police Cops. It's got, a, oh, it's oh, got yeah, the same definitely. like kind of thing with Police Cops, which is coming back, and we're gonna mm. take our we're gonna, gonna take our colleagues. We've decided. Well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm we're gonna, gonna be cool and take our colleagues. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, cool, yeah. let's do a cheers Yay. to unfortunate. You were brilliant, and I love the fact that yeah, Tom from No Sweat was in it. <laughs> okay. 
We are moving on to the big theatre question, Amy. How are you feeling right now? Are you having a lovely morning? I'm having a lovely time. Yeah, we are. We, we're very much enjoying our new sound recording. Well, now we've worked out... Uh, we hope... I was just about out, to put my hand. Yeah, don't touch the table, Emma! about <laughs> <laughs> touch the table. So if I touch the table, it does this. It does like a weird oh, thing. Stop, stop. Yeah, we're going to stop now. That's fine. Just going to give our podcast a, like, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, a bit of an idea of where scenes. we're going. Behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, we didn't talk about what we had for brunch today. We had English muffins with yeah, salmon. It's, it's the same we normally have. But, uh, spoiler, I got Naomi to try butter underneath her no, cream. No, didn't we already do No, we did that as a... <laughs> we did that as a sound <laughs> test we, we had a practice chat are we talking mm. about that yeah, anyway, yeah so Naomi and I've had this debate and you know we can go off topic a yeah, yeah. For, for a minute you're just here for the band yeah right? exactly um so I'm a, so we have this big debate about whether you put butter or, or marge underneath cream cheese for salmon or whether you put butter underneath peanut butter for sandwiches or for toast and I'm a big believer that peanut butter is already a butter so it doesn't need any more butter but cream cheese is not a butter so it needs that but then we've had a bit of a debate about this haven't we Naomi? well i put butter under the peanut butter but i thought putting the butter under the cream cheese was insane <laughs> <laughs> but i tested it today and it was fine <laughs> this is a really not a very exciting debate that we've I, i've got a whole butter like me and justin are trying to try all kinds of exciting butter are you? at the moment oh what are you on so far well no we haven't so at the moment we're on like a basic boring one but in the fridge, we've got like three expensive butters ready ooh, to go. One of them is Welsh. Hello. Oh, well you got to, you got to give a shout out to the Welsh. Shout out to the Welsh. Yeah, um, we're, we're both with Welshmen. Welsh so, boys. Yeah, obviously. Um, Welcome to the big theatre question. Da, 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 da. Okay, so this has come from a couple of things that have come up this month mm-hmm, slash mm-hmm. last month. So, Naomi, I'm going to, as always, give you the background and then let you go off on... I'm yeah. just going to write a little note of what my answer is because I now know what it is. Um, so, it goes from the fact that we never saw Sunset Boulevard oh, because we missed out. The show that got away. Yes, the show that got away. And this has really come up... Sunset Boulevard is really like... Because they won so many What's On Stage mm. Awards that we were at. They're now all We're like, age. very much like, we have really, we really screwed up. Yeah, we did a little bit. And we're really sorry. Sorry, Nicole. We screwed up. And sorry, Jamie. We screwed up. Just so, sorry, however, everyone. Jamie, however, Jamie, I have, I have an issue. Because I tried to get, Naomi, us tickets to see Tom Holland in Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Because I feel like this was another, like, literally Jamie Lloyd... You are a clever man. You are a very, very clever man. You are very good at picking the plays that will bring the blimmin' audiences People in. People love a bit of Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I mean, I love a Romeo and Juliet, but what are you going to do? Cast Tom Holland as Romeo. Like, it's gold. It's gold. And yeah. I bet he dreamt about it, because he talked Ka-ching! about... He, t- <laughs> he talked about this at the Watson stage, that he had a dream that... He yes. dreamt he was going to do Sunset Boulevard. He had a dream about the whole production. And then he went, I need Nicole Scherzinger to do it for me. To be Norma Desmond. To be Norma Desmond. And look what happened. Yeah. Even Nicole Scherzinger was like, what the hell? Yes, because she said, thank you, Jamie, for bringing me into this crazy world. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I have dreams about stuff like that all the time. But Tom Holland's not going to go and direct, like, be in my show. I don't know. You haven't asked him. You don't know. Well, yeah, maybe I should ask him. I'm doing Lemons, Tom Holland. Do you want to come do it? Um, but... I feel like this might have been another dream of, of Jamie Lloyd because it is genius getting... Mm. And even the, the 
poster. If you've not seen the poster, we will share it on our, I'll share it on show notes or I'll share it on our Instagram because the poster is even, it's so cool. It's cool and clever. Oh, you're a clever man. Sorry, I need to stop gushing about him. Because, to be fair, I did see the seagull of his and I wasn't convinced. Okay. So, <laughs> so he's not perfect. No, he's not perfect. Um, however, I was... Are you ready for this, Naomi? Yeah. 62,000 in the queue. What's it get? Tom Holland ticket. What is it at? So it's at something really small. It's yeah. something like the Duke of York or something like that. I mean, seriously, it will probably... Well, it might extend it. Hopefully it'll extend. It's not at the Savoy, though. It's not Savoy. And I was... Yeah, I think it... I put it up on my Instagram. I think it was something like I was 62,000 mm. in the queue. Now, when I booked Jerusalem tickets, which, again, was the same, I was 4,000 in the queue and I finally got tickets. Yeah. But apparently, with the He's Jamie Lloyd... Roman Juliet, you couldn't get from Love Law Money, or if you got in, if you got in, it was like two hundred quid a ticket, and you do it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, we are going to miss that show. Yeah. I think we I'm really sorry. We will not be attending. No, we won't. Unless be they attending. want to invite us for free because we're such great. Influencers. Yes, Jamie Lloyd, invite <laughs> us, please. Come see your show, and we will review it, and we will, you know, we'll yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine the auditions for being Juliet in that show? Have they announced a Julia? No, of course they're not. <gasps> they can sell it on Tom Holland, right? Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. to. Oh God, yeah. Anyway, so this builds us to our final theatre question, which, oh, our final. This builds us to our big theatre question for this month, which is, what has been that one theatre show regret mm. of something that has been on that you have not seen in person? Right. Go. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So the first thing that comes to my mind uh, which is very different from Romeo and Juliet. Is I'm going to top I, you up while you're talking about you. this. Okay. I really, really wish I'd seen Betty Blue Eyes. <gasps> oh no! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that went very wrong. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> just taking a picture for the Instagram, and I feel like this has to stay in. I'm sorry. I went too excited with the bubbles, and it went everywhere. It's gone all over oh, my nose. No, it's gone on the it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Should we pause? No, it's all good. Carry on. <laughs> Should I start again? No, go. Right. But no, go. Betty Blue Eyes. Betty Blue oh, Eyes. Oh, interesting. And it yes. had Rishi Smith in it. And I oh, see, I like, love him so much. Yeah, I love him too. I love Inside <laughs> Number Nine. I see like um, you know West End Lives on YouTube, and I really almost went, but it was not. That's the one with the sheep. The sheep on the poster, pig. right? Uh, it's pig. A pig it's on based the poster. On a play called. Uh, a private function. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, I don't need to go into no, the no, story, no, no, no. But, uh, 2011 it was on. And it was, you know, so obviously I now go to shows on my own quite a lot. Oh. But 2011 was slightly before I did start doing that. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, ugh, but I'm so annoyed that I didn't. And I oh, think about it a lot because it has some lovely songs in it. And uh, I didn't know it was a musical, if I'm honest. Betty Blue Eyes, Betty Blue Eyes. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's my one of my biggest regrets. regrets. And it, I think it closed early as well. And I, I think, I don't know if it would come back. I no, no I, I've not heard it coming back mm. at any, any point. It's going to be one of those musicals that floats into the ether. The one that got away. The one that got away. Okay, so I think my one that got away... And it was one of those things where it kept coming up and I was like, I've got to see it, I've got to see it. And I just didn't get my ass in gear to book it was company. Oh, yeah. With Rosalie Craig. And I don't know why I didn't go and see it because it was like a female lead. 
which wasn't meant to be a female. You know, yeah, it's not written it for a female. They switched it up. That's one of the first. I'd seen some shows on my own, but that was one of the first ones I well, saw, you saw on my own. own. And I spent like eighty pounds. Yeah, and I got a really good seat, and I, it was really good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not too I know. I know. Thanks, Naomi. Yeah, just rub salt into the room. Uh, but actually, at least, well, not at least, but the cast recording is that that cast. It is that cast. So, you can yeah. listen so I've to listened it. to her. Yeah, but I think just see, and so that was what I felt so magical about seeing Rosie Craig perform yeah. "Being Alive" because also "Being Alive" is one of the songs that when I was you know, doing my musical theatre grade eight at school mm. when I was like, you know, 17, I sang that song and I love yeah. that song. And it, it, it's a song that really suits my voice as well. It's a really nice, because it's a guy's voice, uh, guy's song, always, it always suits my voice because I'm low, mm. I'm a low, low, low alto. Um, mm. And, you know, it, it worked so well and I just loved it. And so when we saw it, I was just like, oh. <gasps> And also, I feel like I've seen Being Alive sung so many... Uh, like, yeah. I saw it with Bernadette Peters in um, Company... Old, friend. oh. uh, old Friends, sorry. So I'd seen it a couple of and times this I just, year. At this point, so my sister Hazel doesn't really like musicals. Hi, but, Hazel. Hi, Hazel. Um, but she definitely likes Being Alive as a song. Um, Hazel. Yeah. So. My kindred. My kindred. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I felt like that That made me... And I remember that I think the set looked really cool as well. And I... Yeah. And mm. those costumes were... Like she sort of always wears red, but like different variations on red and oh. lovely shoes. She oh, lovely shoes. I love a shoe. Yeah, but yeah, and I saw because I, I saw I think the light princess was just after. Oh my or god! It. Yes, I've never seen that either. Oh, but that was great. Did you see that? I okay, saw that. well that's when I regret because oh. there's like some songs in it. Oh. I now listen to like a lot like the first time is it the first uh, good morning yeah, after yeah. yeah so I did that for an audition once it's such a brilliant song um yeah and that's Tori Amos yeah I love Tori Amos oh my god shout out to Tori Amos I the Light Princess would come back maybe I don't know because I so when I saw it at the National it was three hours it was long I think Jacques saw it I think yeah there, maybe I hi Jacques. Jacques he won't be listening no, he we... doesn't uh, <laughs> look at his phone apparently <laughs> he was here for our second filming of or our second recording <laughs> our second not, podcast recording before yeah i don't know if he enjoys yeah. podcasts no. or listening to us talking. chris would chris just listen hi chris we love you chris <laughs> um who is jack's boyfriend um we love them both um but yeah no uh, the light princess was great and also with that the light princess was where again harnesses it's all about harnesses we love our, turns out we love a harness <laughs> that could be the title of our podcast this month turns out we love a harness um, because she, the whole thing about the light princess is that she floats and she has to get pulled down all yeah. the time by stuff. So that's kind of where that whole musical is about. And it's a bonkers musical, but it's great. Well, there we go. We've each got a Rosalie Craig that we didn't see oh, that we wish we had. So. Yes. Maybe we just love her. We, I mean, we do love oh her. God. I mean, she is oh, fabulous. <laughs> like, I, I have such a girl crush on her. She's me fab. Too. Anyway, but it does also link me to one more thing, which I think we need to talk about because I feel like last her last term God's sake. she's such a teacher I am such a teacher and last month I felt like the brunt of this with this idea of FOMO of theatre mm. when you go to Edinburgh and we're going to go to Edinburgh this summer Naomi yes. we've not organised it yet the, but we're going to go chat, actually. we are going to yeah we're going to do off, a off like. yeah it will be we're going to talk a lot about booking theatre for the next couple of months and hopefully booking Edinburgh yeah I agree um, because I feel you need to come up to Edinburgh oh my god I want to anyway. and, experience <laughs> and then we'll do a whole thing about Edinburgh and Naomi in Edinburgh but um, it's this idea of you can never see all the theatre that is available. Yeah. And Edinburgh used to be that whole thing where you just had to cope with the FOMO. You had to. Yeah. Because if not, 
you, you can't. Like, I saw so many shows last year and I actually felt quite exhausted <laughs> yeah. by the end. So well, I needed... Even in London the other day, and we saw like, well, I saw like four, yeah. five shows in like seven days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. And it's almost, you have to live with the fact that you can't yeah. see everything. So I was even looking at the, the uh, Cluedo 2 is going out and it's um it's it's just really because i love a murder mystery we all know that she does um and cluedo is is touring the new cluedo 2 is with ellie leach from strictly who okay. was yeah mm-hmm. and it's her and other people but again it's the the cost of the tickets and everything yeah. there was another one i was looking up as well which was 181 pound <gasps> for 181 no, yeah. no, no. you have to draw the line somewhere i know i i don't think i would i wouldn't spend more have than you 80. seen moulin rouge yet no. Because it's so expensive, It's so right? expensive. Oh, I feel like we should try and see it. I know uh, we should. Oh, but like I tried annoying. to do even last minute tickets with Moulin Rouge and it was like £300 tickets. I mean, I would never ever. And everyone I've, everyone I've spoken to about Moulin Rouge have mm-hmm, said mm-hmm. the spectacle is great. Yeah. But in terms of it being, it's kind of like one of those London institutions, yeah. a bit like Phantom, where it's like, <laughs> it's just a spectacle. Uh, and that's yeah, it. I would never, I could never spend £300 mm. on a ticket for Moulin Rouge. No. I have to like, I have to have some boundaries. Amen, <laughs> you have to have boundaries. <laughs> and that kind of links to the whole FOMO thing. Yeah. But then you look at things like, the stuff that the, the stuff that Playhouse are producing. And like, oh, seriously, yeah, exactly. hats off stuff that Playhouse, you are producing, I'm going to say it, Bangers right Bangers. now. You are, because there's been so much amazing theatre that is coming out of the Southwark Playhouse. Mincemeat came out of the Southwark Playhouse. Did it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Mincemeat started at Southwark Playhouse, then went to Riverside, and then has gone into the West End. Oh, my God. Southwark Playhouse, we are applauding you because you are finding those amazing things. But also, we are going to take the boys to see Kathy and Stella. We have to go. Yeah. Yeah, and we will go and see Stranger Things, which a couple of people have said to me, "Have you not seen it yet?" And I'm like, "I will," but the tickets are so expensive. Yeah, and if you're someone who lives in London, I feel like if you if you're visiting, that's when you pay the big bucks. It'd be like if I went to Broadway, I would pay the big bucks. If we like lived our dream, (laughs) at at the Watson Stage Awards and Sunset Boulevard won all those things. Oh yeah, we said we're going to go to New York. We're just going to have to go to New York. Uh, because that's the only way we're going to see it. Um, and then Naomi Tarana said, we cannot pay just, nearly two grand each just to go and see It seemed excessive. Yeah. Well, it wasn't like completely no, but yeah. realistically, yeah. no. <laughs> you have to set boundaries in theatre. Exactly. We can't be going to Broadway, fly to New York because we love Nicole Scherzinger. I know, I know. But it is that thing, and I think, you know, as being theatre people, we... We obviously follow lots of other people that go to theatre and that's a good mm. thing. And you love, I love watching other people who like put up stuff going, oh, I saw this and I saw yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm very lucky that I get to go and see a lot of theatre with my school as well. So I saw yeah. Metamorphosis at the Lyric last week. Yeah. And, you know, had very low expectations because a couple of people had said that. But we, sorry, burped. Mm. Had very low expectations when I turned up to Metamorphosis. Um, but actually... Didn't hate it. Had a lovely oh. time. And that was great. And had really, really good seats, actually. The Lyric is very good for good seats. It's got a nice little rake for the audience. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you have to... I think you have to protect yourself. And a lot of people that I've spoken to recently yeah, have been like, how are you affording all this? It's like, well, we, even us as podcasters, have to 
Even <laughs> us as podcasters, we pay full price. Nobody gives we us do. discount. Like if anyone wants to give us a we discount, just, please. We just do. don't. That is, that's what we choose to spend our money on, I suppose, isn't it? So because I want to support the artists that are yeah. doing the work, you yeah. guys, actors, we love you so much. Yeah, you are bringing <laughs> the joy to our lives. Stand at the sky's edge on little big things, and it just fills your heart with like love. And <laughs> it does. And as and, I said, I spoke to my friend Doug about how theatre is therapy. Yeah. No, don't we both? <laughs> yeah, sorry, we, we both put your hands <laughs> off the table. Um, theatre is therapy. And I was thinking, like standing at the sky's edge, like for days afterwards, those songs were just in, oh, floating around still my, in my head. head. Yeah, like uh, I just, you know, whenever whatever's going on in life, it's oh, it's just like. Theatre's fabulous. It's just lovely and it makes me happy. Oh, I feel like we're finishing on a lovely note. And actually we're under <laughs> so an hour we with start, our editing, yeah. which is great. So I think we're going to stop there. Do we have any top tips? Standing at, see Standing at the Sky's Edge. Go and see Standing at the Sky's Edge. And and also, don't bankrupt yourself trying to see everything every thing that's out yeah. there. Because you'll never see everything. You'll never see everything. Just like, you can always find the soundtracks. You know, exactly, that's Read true. the synopsis on Wikipedia, that's what I do. Yeah. Live that way if yeah. you, you Let's know, do a cheers for that because we think cheers. we think that with this sound, it actually I does pick that. up. So thank you. Thank, thank you, much. everyone. Have a lovely March. The this the weather's the getting better. Out. The sun's coming out. Uh, so we'll see you soon. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.